Hey, good morning or good afternoon wherever you are. Welcome to the Cone Phone. I'm Grant Cone, and this is the phone in which you call in to talk to me about whatever you want to talk about. Uh, we already got people lined up. Korean 49er first in queue. TN 49er second. But before I get to them, I just want to throw some topics out there for, for discussion. People that maybe on the fence about calling in, we could always talk about Bobby Slowick, the Niners' former pass game coordinator who just got hired by the Houston Texans. So the Niners going to have to find another pass game coordinator. Shouldn't be a big deal. So uh, that's one topic. Also, um, I'm excited about the draft this year because it's, we get to look at quarterbacks, scout quarterbacks. Doesn't mean the Niners going to draft one. But I like scouting quarterbacks because I'm terrible at it. It's really difficult. But every year I try to learn a little bit and come back stronger. So I'm curious. I'm starting to look at quarterbacks. Who would you take? Also, the uh, coach that I really liked that I would have hired for the 49ers after I traded Kyle Shanahan for three first-round picks is going to the Colts. So Shane Steichen from Sacramento. Keep an eye on what the Colts do. He's probably going to draft an athlete at quarterback and uh, do what he did at Philly. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. I'm curious. All right, let's take some calls. We can always talk about the, the Super Bowls tonight. It's an interesting matchup. You got the greatest quarterback in the league against the best team in the league. And it's kind of be like, what's more important? Is it a quarterback-driven sport or is it an athlete-driven sport? I think it's becoming more of an athlete-driven sport because quarterbacks are super-duper expensive and uh, they get hurt just like running backs. So I don't know. We'll see. If Kansas City wins, it's probably because they have the greatest quarterback of all time. Korean 49er, what's up? I'm good, Grant. How are you? I'm pretty good. So, got a five-point plan for this offseason. Let's lay it out. First, point number one. You live in the Bay Area. That is correct. I do. Didn't didn't a team that just recently won four championships debate on moving their coach on to get the four championships? Recently? Yes. Yes. So, I would debate on moving Kyle Shanahan on because... The Warriors, as great a job as Mark Jackson did, he couldn't get them over the finish line. Is that correct? It's correct. And then they made a, a bold decision, brought in a new coach, and it was the best thing they ever did. So there you go. I would at least give a consideration on do we need to move Kyle on because he he's getting as close, but he's not getting the, this franchise over that line. Well, unfortunately, like this discussion, it's too late. Steichen's in Indianapolis. So if they wanted to do this, they had to do it a few weeks ago. He's sticking around. I'm with you on this is what I would have done, but this is just that's really a discussion for next year now. Yeah. You want to get a new quarter, you want to get a new head coach, you gotta move before February twelfth. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. Mike Kafka myself as a candidate, but that's There you go. There you go. That's another topic. I'm always a little uh, leery of uh coaches that make their names coaching the greatest quarterback ever, like Nathaniel Hackett. With Aaron Rodgers? Yes. But anyway, Kafka's good. Yeah. I know he's good. Second point. Move Jimmy and McGlinchey on. That's $17 million right there you're going to get back. So you got to improve the offensive line. I'm with that. Next one is find an opposite uh, Russian, opposite Bosa. Let's stay there for a second. People act like the Niners' D-line is dominant. It's not. The two best D-lines in the league are in the Super Bowl. The two best pass rushes in the league are in the Super Bowl. 
And it's amazing how the Niners, they had it three years ago with Buckner and Ford. Armstead was like the cleanup guy. Now he's supposed to be the number two pass rusher. That's not who he is. They got to fortify the pass rush. They got to. Yeah. Huge. Drake Jackson, come on. Hopefully Drake Jackson. Number four is Kyle, don't draft a running back in the third round. Oh, my God. Don't do it. Draft a quarterback. I would draft a quarterback before I draft a running back on this team. Yes. Quarterback's kind of important. Yep. And then another, and the final point is let's try to improve the secondary because, I mean, they did some good things last season, but I know they could have done better. So they need to try to reinforce that when they have to, if they have to go up against Philadelphia again with AJ yeah. Brown. And- I hate to keep talking about Philadelphia because I know Niner fans are really triggered by them right now, but that's the team to beat in the NFC. And I'm looking at them right now. They are committed to being to drafting in the trenches. They're they are all of their starting offensive linemen they drafted and they're good. Their defensive line they're like too deep at every position. They're going to lose some guys this offseason, but they're still going to be deep on the D line. And then they have two really good wide receivers, two really good cornerbacks, uh, and Jalen Hurts and a bunch of running. So the Niners, you got to have two really good corners. You have the wide receivers. You have to have you have to be way better on both lines, and you have to have. Two corners. So whether that's Mosley or someone else, you got to step it up. Yeah, those are the main things that I wanted to at least touch base on for this offseason. But I know that the Kyle one is going to be. No, nah, it's okay. I understand. Look, if if he can't get over the hump in the Niners, everything else that you just said doesn't matter because he's they're just spinning their wheels. So again, he's got another opportunity this year with another great team. But he's also got excuses, right? Two two young quarterbacks coming off injuries. What can he keep either one healthy? If not, what's the season going to look like? Because, again, I, I contend that he and his father have a pattern here with quarterbacks. And if you go talk to Washington Commander fans, they'll be salty about it. And they'll tell you all about this. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I know where this is going. Brock, get insurance. Sorry. Uh, the problem is is we don't have a Steve Young or a John Elway that, can, that are in their prime that can get, this, get them over the top. Keep drafting. Keep drafting. It could be Trey. It could be Brock. It could be neither. Could be both. Yep. All right, so, man. Yep. Go have a Thank good you, day man. in Milwaukee. Good to see yep. you. Good to see you. Now we're going from Milwaukee to Tennessee. New rule on this show. You got to say where you are. Because I one of the things I like about the cone phone is how international, or at least cross-country it is. Memphis 10. Memphis 10. Memphis 10 a key. What's, what's there up? There you go. What's up, GC? I'm chilling, man. How you doing? <sighs> doing pretty good. All right, so I look at this season from a good and a bad perspective. The good. We finally figured out Kyle can show people he can win games. He can win. Twelve in a row. Twelve in a row. Ah! It was always it was always number thirteen that was the tricky and what number does Brock wear? Oh. <laughs> mm. Hey. So the script. The script. Oh God, here you go. <laughs> nah, man. But uh this year I was proud of what they accomplished given everything they've done, but Again, the whole idea that, you know, your quarterbacks getting injured is just uh, something that's a coincidence. It's kind of like, all right, bro, come on. So this is what I figured out about Kyle. This is what I figured out about Kyle. His personality will not allow him to admit admit he's wrong in public. He'll do do subtle things behind the curtains. I think that's why he gives y'all a bunch of crap about it when y'all call him at the press conference. He's like, hey, man, look. 
don't ask me about that. Yeah, here, I'm just going right? to plead the fifth. I'm just going to plead. I'm not going to incriminate myself. I'm not going to yeah. get myself fired. Fair enough. But then, but here's the thing. Here's the tell. So he's been defending himself about, um, you know, the play call, the play call. They're going to play Philly next year. He's not going to call that play. <laughs> he's no, he's going to make the no. adjustment. The game plan is going to be totally different next year. Yeah. And he, that'll be the admission. Yeah, he's just one of those guys that's like, do you wrong in the situation. Matt, also, also, when he lost the Super Bowl in, in Atlanta, everyone said he didn't run the ball enough. He never will admit that he didn't run the ball enough. But ever since then, he's been obsessed with running the ball, right? So but there you he, go. Yes, but here's yeah. the tricky part about that, though, dude. Everybody gives Kyle Shanahan the blame for them losing the Super Bowl. Dan Quinn was the head coach, man. That's true. They, they came Dan back. Dan Quinn at any up. time, at any time could have been like, Kyle, run the damn ball. And he didn't. What about the defense? He was a defensive head coach. You let Brady drop what twenty eight points on you. So that. that narrative, that. that narrative, and then on top of that, remember Matt Ryan was also the quarterback this year who gave up a what a thirty seven. Okay, point okay, lead you're, you're right. You're right. We don't have to rehash the past. You're right. You're right. You're so right. let's give the man credit. He he did something we never thought he'd do. He actually put up a winning record for once. Finally, you can actually call him Shanahan and not Banana Hands. And that's right. Career. He's like three or four games over five hundred. Maybe five, maybe five. But my biggest suggestion this offseason would be yes. for him to get an actual offensive coordinator. He needs somebody else in the room with him to tap him on the shoulder and be like, Kai, I appreciate you want to, you know, go balls to the wall, but uh, let's let's take this one play out. Nah, we're not going to do this play this season. Yeah, how about an actual offensive coordinator who gets to call the plays too? Yes. Let him call the plays. Focus on being a head coach. I mean, Sirianni doesn't – does he call plays? I mean, I – I don't know what Sirianni does. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. My whatever, if they win tonight, he'll gain my respect. If they yeah. don't, he'll be exactly what I thought he was. Well, one of the things I like about the Eagles, not to keep talking about, I keep like writing love letters about the Eagles. I like <laughs> that the Eagles aren't a big scheme team. They they do a little, but they're all about athletes and matchups and players and the Jimmys and the Joes. They're not trying to be super complicated on offense. Like like Kyle was like, hey man, you can't play in my unless you've been here for a couple of years. Like, nah, man, we're getting the best athletes in college football and we're putting them in a scheme that they're kind of familiar with, so they can play right away and it works. Whoa! Meanwhile, what? Kyle keeps like the perfect quarterback for Kyle Shanahan is Brock Purdy. No offense to Brock, no offense. Hey, hell of a quarterback, but that's the perfect quarterback for you. Not um, not someone you could get. Like, I'm sorry, because I, I, I know I know he ended up getting Trey Lance. I don't understand how Kyle Shanahan ever. Landed on on Trey, so not his kind of quarterback, and never really seemed interested in him in the first place. But I well, the the problem is he's gonna have to let Trey run the same offense. That is the thing that if you pay close attention, when you let him throw the ball, he can be effective. But you have to give him the same playbook as Brock. Trey That's was true. running quarterback power. A uh, quarterback toss in some plays is like, not, all right, yeah. Bro, and there wasn't a lot of misdirection. There. It was just like Tim no. Tebow up, up the middle. Here's the thing, though. When you're drafting a quarterback with 300-something throws out of college, like, <laughs> you're not drafting him to be a passer right away. You know he's raw. What the Niners thought is that he was such a great athlete that they could put him on the field and he could essentially, like, be do what Justin Fields is doing. You know, he could he could run. And be so dynamic that he could learn to throw on the way. But I think their main misjudgment with Trey was not him as a thrower. It's him as an athlete. They thought he was faster. If they wanted an athlete, you should have taken fields. He's the yeah. best athlete in the league. I think. He's the he best also, ball carrier. He's like Lamar Jackson plus. Sorry. Yeah, but he, he can't throw. He well, can't throw. It's let's see what happens if you give. That's true. But let's see what happens if you gave him a wide receiver or two. Like, would Justin Fields be trash on the Eagles or would he be really good? I'm trying to think. 
Uh, Might be really good. I, mean, I don't think so because uh, Jalen Hurts just learned how to throw the ball last year. Well, this year, I'm sorry. Remember, he went and completely remade his throwing motion because he was True. terrible. True. He was you know what terrible also helped him? You know what also helped him? A.J. Brown. Well, yeah, because it's like we don't have anybody to throw to. George Kittle, uh, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, no, so I want to hear that. Give the man the ball. Let him throw the ball. Kyle is Kyle's biggest problem in terms of, well, you know, like kind of like you said, you got to be a this type of quarterback. No, change your offense to match what you have. Sprinkle a few also, running plays also, in there. Yeah, you can run him. You can run him, but like protect him, man. He should yes. always. It, when you watch Jalen Hurts run, he always has a lead blocker. It's never like Every quarterback. Time. I mean, please. And, and when Kaepernick ran the ball back in the day with the Niners, he always had a lead blocker. Help this man out, Kyle. Because really, you've had two mobile quarterbacks, Lance and RG3. And in each case, you <laughs> didn't do anything special to protect him. Your attitude was, hey, man, they got to run. So here you go. <laughs> don't do that there are quarterbacks there are coaches out there who do a much better job who, who balance the running my quarterback and protecting my quarterback way better than Kyle ever Kyle acts like it's not his job it is well, Ask I think John, man John I'd love to know what RG3 thinks of Kyle oh. privately privately he's so <laughs> diplomatic publicly there's nothing in it to, for him to come out and be uh, bitter about it but privately ruined his career with no remorse Zero. Have they done any interviews with them since he's been uh since he's been uh retired from the league? Like Did him he say and the he wanted to coach for Kyle? I don't I don't I don't know where <laughs> RG3's mind is. Maybe he blames Mike for all of it, but Kyle was there. I don't know. Anyway, and, anything else? Oh uh, man, uh go Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> see you, man. All right, good seeing you. Good seeing you. Manny Fresh says Jimmy Arm said McGlinchey gotta go. Um Armstead's not going anywhere. He needs to, he needs to step up. I know everyone says he's great, but man, he makes a lot of money. And the Niners, and like, yeah, he's good against the run. The Niners have a great run defense, but the pass rush needs to step up, and he's getting paid, so he's got to sack the quarterback. Alex, see you ready? You walking around? You ready? All right, let's do this. What's up, man? How hey, you doing? what's going on, Grant? What's up? Not much. I was just putting my <laughs> my son to bed, so nice. Now, so. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. What are you? Uh, what do you think? That's uh, what do you think the 49ers are going to do this offseason? Well, that's a good question. Are they going to restructure a bunch of contracts and make a like make a big splash like the Eagles did? Or you know what the Niners do a lot is they'll make one uh-huh. splash of free agency, one splash, get one guy, but then let a bunch of guys go so they can get the comp picks in the future. Because if you lose more people than you bring in, you get comp picks. I don't forget comp picks, man. Comp picks aren't going to push you over the top. You got to beat the Eagles. The Eagles went like made a huge push. There's going to be another team that's probably going to make a huge push. Like look at the Bears. The Bears have they look like the Eagles from a year ago. All they need to do is spend their money on weapons around Justin Fields. They might have something. The Niners well, not can't only just that. They also yeah. need. They also need the line. They need the offensive line over there in yes. Chicago too. Oh, they do. They need a line. That's, they why, need a that's line. why Justin. That's why Justin had to run around so much is because they, they got no one. They need the whole know? thing. But they, what are they spending on in Chicago? It's like a blank slate over there. And yeah. you have I, – I, I don't know. Anyway, I just feel so, like teams are coming. And the Niners keep every year. They're like, let's just let's just stay the same. Uh-huh. Run it back. It's like, no, nah, there's going to be another team next year that, that leapfrogs you because they were aggressive. Philly was the one this year. The Rams so, were the one a couple years ago. 
And uh, the Bucks were the one a couple years before that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. you got to be aggressive. What did the Buccaneers do? What did the Buccaneers do? They they got rid of their weakness. They they showed no hesitation of moving off of Jameis Winston, and they yeah. went and got Tom Brady. Bam. And then they won a Super Bowl in Tom's first year. They also brought in Rob Gronkowski, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. I mean, there are a bunch of moves they made. Like, not just one. Four or five. The Niners are going to make four or five moves. Four or five. Be aggressive. One of the other things that I want to know, you know, you mentioned a couple weeks ago, a few days ago, your competitive greatness. Who on the team, who on the team right now do you think is showing competitive greatness since uh, since they lost the NFC Championship game? Well... Let me give people credit who haven't said stupid stuff. Fred Warner. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I haven't heard him say the things that we don't want. I mean, him. He's he's the leader of the team. He's the one that gives every speech. He's the grown-up. He's the coach on the field. People should just defer to Robbie Gould? Dude. Yeah. What yeah, are you talking? Like- you're a kicker. And yeah, you're a great what? kicker. You're talking you're about Jalen Hurts, but- an MVP candidate? You're a kicker, yeah. man. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't so- know, man. So Fred Warner, thing, Nick Bosa didn't run his mouth. I'll give him that. Um, Trent Warner hasn't said anything stupid. Uh, Mike McGlinchey. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's just about it. Because my biggest concern about this regime is that there has been no accountability since they lost. What are they talking about? It was an accident. It was a fluke that they lost. How that's every year. Fluke? That's exactly. every year. Because what were we saying? What were we saying all off off season last year that their weaknesses? It was the right side of their O line, who I wanted before he went to the Dolphins. I wanted Teron Armstead. So did your son. Yeah. So did your son. (laughs) Yes. He he popped. He chimed in right at the right at the right time. (laughs) Exactly. There he is. What's up? (laughs) Now he's famous. But no, I wanted I wanted Armstead, and now I. Now they're talking about like I'm seeing on social media. I'm they're talking about revenge again. They're yeah. talking about the same damn revenge. Right. And again, again, so so when you tell yourself you should have won, that it yeah. got it got stolen from you, like the Super Bowl, exactly. Your, your instinct is to man, don't overreact. Don't yeah, change don't, anything. Yeah. Prove everyone. Prove everyone that this was the the best team in the league. And the yeah. Niners have been had that mentality since 2019. Let's yeah. prove that this group is championship group. Nah, you're not. You're not. You're so exactly. not. You exactly. gotta do something I'm, different. I'm so yeah. tired of people saying, I'm so tired of people saying, oh, it was a fluke. Brock went out early, blah, blah, blah. Well, why did he go out? Because he got obliterated by the better line. Yeah, because the play call was whack. And he, first of all, the original sin was the play call. The secondary yeah. sin was a young quarterback who's inexperienced, not stepping up in the pocket. I mean, frankly, mm-hmm. he I mean, it wasn't like God hit him with a lightning bolt coming out of his car. <laughs> he was complicit. He, he was on the field. He didn't step up. He didn't see the. It wasn't his blind side. I mean, there's a lot of things that happened there. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, but there's, it's just been. And then just hearing about like, oh, you know, I hope both teams lose. I hope both teams lose. And like Brandon, oh, who do they have over there? Oh man. And then you have Jimmy Ward, who's probably not even going to be on the team, talking about how he's going to mess up AJ Brown and Devontae Smith next season, and you know all this stuff. Yeah, they're they're talking like, about like they're talking about the Eagles like they cheated. Like yeah. they freaking cheated. It's like, no, 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 no. You always say the great equalizer. John Lynch says it all the time. The great equalizer is the pass rush. Mm-hmm. It's quarterback driven. You got to hit the quarterback. Well, the Eagles have like an all time great pass rush. And all yeah. you said all week was, have, well, they're good on like, paper. They're good on paper. We'll have to see. And I think that it's such a bad thing for the culture, for the fans to watch this and watch, 
you know, like I don't think I don't think that with the culture that goes around with this this lack of accountability, I don't think that I don't think that Shanahan is going to win a Super Bowl with the 49ers. That's what I, I really think. Don't. You know, I and, really and I feel like think. if you think he's going to win a Super Bowl, you have to think that it is all bad luck. And eventually, if he just keeps at it, luck will mm-hmm. go his way. When to me is like, is he an, is he an unlucky coach? He got Brock Purdy. Obviously, he is. He, like he, he didn't is. know Brock Purdy was great. He had Brock Purdy at third third in the depth chart. Yeah, you know he thought Jimmy was better than Brock. He thought Trey was better than Brock. Then he got Brock at the end of the career. It's he like, probably, he's like, oh he wow. Thinks, he probably still thinks Jimmy's better than both. Let's let's be let's be honest. But I mean, you know, he had him in practice every day, but he had to see it in, in a game. So, yeah, I'm just saying. No, it's uh it's I I just want to see. So I want to see some you know something for them to do, and with the O line. Oh, and then you're talking about quarterbacks. One of the guys, you know, one of the guys that I want to see if he's going to be a dark horse. If he's going to show up, was the Texans quarterback that blew his ACL against South Carolina with Hendon Hooker? Oh, he's really good. Yeah. So I the thing with him though is that he's 25 and he tore his ACL. He's a older and he's tore his ACL. He's but good though. He's that's very good. That's going to Where? put him in the fourth or fifth round. That's he true. was projected to be a first round, uh, first round. He's a good pick. player. He's a good player. You know, so I absolutely, I absolutely loved watching him. Um, you know, and I, I know that you talk about the age and whatever happens with the quarterback, but at the same time, I'm wondering because I think he transferred to the Texans. So I'm wondering how much, and even Spencer Rattler went from being on Oklahoma to now he's looking like he's looking great again with South Carolina. Um, but I'm wondering how much of Hendon's previous success was with the team. And, you know, you just like in the pros, you know, you get the right quarterback, the right situation, the right place, the right time, the right scheme, et cetera, et cetera. And all of a sudden you're going to have somebody that's good. So I'm wondering if they can get somebody like that, you know, just yeah, just somebody like that that has shown that they have the they have the the speed, the accuracy. He, before he got injured, uh, he was looking at like Deshaun Watson out there. On, he looks on, terrific, on man. Yeah, he does. So, Alex, I got to take more calls. I like Hendon Hooker a lot. He's really good. I do. Yeah. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Later. Have, see you, man. Later. Glass half full guy says, "What secondary guy should they go after? I think we should go get another Ward type player and kiss McGlinchey goodbye and signed McGarry." Um, McGarry would be great. If they could get him, uh, James Bradbury is going to be a free agent. You might want to look at him. Emmanuel Mosley's good too. It's just he's coming off a torn ACL, but he's young. Does Kittle hate Lance? He does favor other quarterbacks. I don't know. Doesn't it feel like Kittle takes a dig at Lance every time he says anything? Every time he talks about Brock Purdy, it feels like a dig at Lance. What do you like about Brock? Uh, he has a ton of experience in college. He lost big games in college. Well, that doesn't apply to Trey. No, that doesn't apply to Trey. That doesn't apply. Anything he says about La- Brock, no, that doesn't apply to Trey. I'm just saying. Papa Dragon. What's up, Grant? What's up? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Hey, um, you know, I think just keeping it on Kittle for a second, you know, people have to understand that Kittle's a meathead. He's a meathead. And recently he just got fed a whole bunch of touchdown burgers from Brock Purdy. So it'd be stupid not to be, ta- you know, singing his praises. That's all I'm saying. Right, of course. All I'm saying is when he talks, he talks like he's the voice of the team, man. He's the voice of himself. Why do no. you? Why is Brock the – because he hooked you up with a bunch of touchdowns. That's it. And that brings me to my next point. The voice of the team, okay? This team is a very, very weird dynamic. And the interesting thing is, is that they don't call the coach coach. They call him Kyle. Kyle. Kyle's your friend until he's ready to put you on the bench. That's right. <clears throat> um, it's just it's just a, a locker room that leads itself. So the locker yes. room is led by the click. 
Yes. And and, and and Kittle's been on the team the longest. So the people yep. that lead the click are George and Juszczyk and yep. Jimmy Garoppolo. Those are the guys who've been here since 2017. They're the, they're the OGs. Exactly. Sorry. It's their team. And unfortunately, you have to show it on the field in their eyes to see, to, to get their respect, right? So No, I mean, in their eyes, they make the call. They decide who the quarterback they're is going to the be. They are make the call. call. Yep. They're making and the so, call. And so when Trey Lance got hurt and Jimmy Garoppolo came back, Kyle right. Juszczyk said it felt like 49er football again. Because, again, exactly. to have Trey Lance on the field, you got to install the zone right. read. That takes time. They don't want to do that. That's mm-hmm. not 49er football. Nope. It's not. Nope. No, and that was just a huge... Juszczyk and George Kittle are the offensive coordinators of the 49ers. Yes, yes. And And the head coaches. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just, I just don't see how they're going to be able to win this way. I just don't. I think, you know, Kyle continuously shows his faults. Yeah, he won 12 games. I can't take that away from him. I can't. But it's always that situation that he just doesn't make good adjustments. Like he gets an air coat in his head and he can't get out of his own way. And I feel like he could win a ton of Super Bowls if he were an offensive coordinator for Bill Belichick. If he had a strong yes. coach above yeah, him he, that he respected. Yep. Not his dad. Someone who actually would say, no, Kyle. And he's like, all right, man, it's Bill Belichick is what he said. Right. He, they could win a ton of Super Bowls together. But right. in this position where he has no checks and balances and he's just Kyle the King, right. I don't think so, man. I think he's going to get close and come up short most years. And, 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 it, and it goes beyond that. You know, I do truly believe that it, it, it starts with the Yorks. I've always said it's just four components to a, a championship team that's going to be in it year in and year out. Strong ownership, a strong GM, yeah. strong head coach, a quarterback, and technically it's one more, and that's a defense. You got that, then you'll be rolling for, for a long, long time. And we have issues in ownership. We have issues at the head coach position. And it's been seven years, and we have not figured out the quarterback situation. At all. And what I mean by not figuring that out is the simple fact that people talk all this smack about quarterbacks like they know what the heck they're talking about. And we don't really know what these guys are until they get on the field, right? So big kudos to Purdy because he got on the field and he showed that, hey, guess what? In this offense with these weapons, I just got to get rid of the ball. If I do that, I'm going to be okay, right? For example, he didn't get rid of the ball in the NFC Championship game. He got blew up, right? Now, again, you got to go back, and this is why I, I, you got to put some of the blame on Kyle, is because didn't he put one of his quarterbacks that was like on a two-year, on, on their own two-yard line, and he, and, he, and he did a seven-step drop, play-action pass, had Jimmy Garoppolo running around in the end zone. That, is, that play essentially cost the Niners the number one seed, a bye week, and the home field advantage. That play. But, but it's, it's those brain farts that I'm talking yes. about. Yes, it's those brain farts, and everybody sees it. Joe Montana sees it. Mike Holmgren sees it. Everyone sees it, but yeah. no one calls out Kyle directly. No one will call out Kyle Shanahan in the media, right. in the league. People are afraid of this man, and, and it's like I don't I understand. Don't it. It's not like he's a three-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, like he has promise, but I again, like it. It, it's the Shanahan name. They're very powerful. He's been his dad's been around since the '80s. They have a right. lot of long. T- I mean. Like, Mike Shanahan launched the careers of a lot of national <laughs> journalists. They, like, they're owed favors. Right. And, and he lost Mike though. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's favors or not, I mean, the reality is... People is are afraid of them. People it's are just, afraid of him. Between his mistakes on the field is in, in, in managing a game, 
in between the fact that he's got this crazy locker room dynamic that I've never seen before. I've never seen this before. Your team goes out with a boom box because they want to. Oh, oh well, Kyle just lets us do whatever we want. I'm, I'm saying is that to me, like all this stuff, it, it's it's cute and it's cool if you think they're going to win the Super Bowl. But if they never win it, the the boombox, George Kittle singing at the NFL Honors, like those are punchlines, punchlines punch punch from lines. an era that never actually came to fruition. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This team's a huge joke. It's a joke right now. They're the Memphis Grizzlies. They're the Houston Rockets. No. You're a team that's that's that that's not champions, that, that carries yourself like you are. You, you, you talk down on the Eagles that won in 2017 and might win again this year. Have some respect. I mean, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I came I came to the conclusion as I was as just watching football and I watched the Super Bowl from 2019. I saw how that game unfolded. And I'm like, this is a game that the coach wins the game. Mm-hmm. This is the game where the coach makes the decisions to win the game. Mm-hmm. And he was too busy being an offensive coordinator instead of being a head coach. Every time. And that cost him in these tight, contested, close games. If if we face, and again, I'm not a 49er fan. I'm a 49er supporter. Fan, if I was a fan, I'd shoot myself, okay? But I'm a supporter, okay? But I can't stand the Yorks. I don't like their head coach. I'm questionable about both. I don't know if Purdy or Lance is the guy. I don't know. I feel like, me neither. Papa, I got to go on to the next call. You, you killed it. Please don't shoot yourself. For me. Um, no, no. That's because that's why I'm a supporter now, not a fan. <laughs> Have a good one, man. Are right, you too. See ya. All right. Josh Wyatt. How you doing, Grant? Great. How are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. So... There was something, there was something incredibly predictable about that NFC Championship game. Okay. And uh, I, as much as it hurt to watch, and as much as I was angry as a fan watching that game, um, taking some time, and I'm thinking about about what what led us to that point, right? Yeah. And I keep going back to last off season. None of this was a surprise. We knew that we had Armstead coming up with a big cap hit. We knew that we had Trent Williams coming up with a big cap hit. We knew that we had $27 million on the books with Jimmy Garoppolo. And the plan was, let's get some comp picks. Let's not spend a lot in free agency. Let's hold on to Garoppolo until the very end and then cut him and roll that cap money over to 2023. Because Lance isn't going to be ready this year. Anyway. And we, we tore our hair out about it at the time. We were like, what are you doing? Your window is now. Your window right. is now. What are you doing? Look at Philly. Right. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. And, so and, we and were, it wasn't just Philly. Like There were like 10 teams that were aggressive last offseason that really went for it. And the Niners were like, ha right. stupid. Right. And then then they had to then, then they had to go after McCaffrey because they were like oh wow maybe we should have been more aggressive damn yeah no but 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 it's not just that they had to go after McCaffrey it's that they re-signed Jimmy they went uh-huh. after McCaffrey they uh-huh. spent all that money and all that capital that they had for this offseason. and that was because Trey Lance went down and they went well now we have a wasted season where we're not even developing the guy that we were bringing in to make this all work and the only so so. People talk bad about the Trey Lance trade. They spent too much. He's not worth it. He's a bust, this and that. I'll tell you right now, the more I look at it, the more I'm convinced that the only good thing that they've done since 2019 that really 
that really admitted their own faults and said we have to change something it's true was that trey lance trade. that's true now that's- they, now the, they may not have gotten the right guy they may have bought they may have gotten the right guy and botched it but it was the one admission hey guys we're not good enough we got to do yep. something we got to do something drastic and different that's the one thing and then the locker room vetoed it they're like no no we don't need this is but not for so, so kyle look, this look is not back- 49ers football Looking back at the training, the training camp, we said, okay, so what changed between training camp and week one where they said, okay, we're not going to run the 49ers offense with Trey Lance. We're going to do this zone read, run up the middle garbage that ended up getting Trey Lance hurt, running him yeah. 15 times a game. What yeah. changed, right? So yeah. I, I, I saw a Jimmy Ward quote. Jimmy Ward said, that when he was in, when they were in training camp and they would one of the things that bothered him is that they would win the rep and then Trey Lance would complete a pass and they'd be like man that dude was sacked two times already right because they didn't think that counted right they didn't think that counted because right. on the defensive side of the ball they think mobile quarterbacks are cheating yeah right they think that that's not that's true. real which is that's why they not- can't stop him which is why they always they lose to stop them in big moments because they don't, yeah. they don't respect it. And on the no. offensive side of the ball, they think that mobile, mobile quarterbacks are fake. They're not real. They're yeah. not. Yeah. That's not how you yeah. run an offense. You need a right. computer back there, right? Yeah. You need so a non-athlete. You need a not a complete non-athlete at quarterback. Meanwhile, look at all the other quarterbacks that make it deep in the playoffs. Athletes. So, so, so what are they doing when they're training? They're going, oh well, that doesn't count. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't yeah. count because our defense should have got there. Our, he yeah. was sacked. He was touched. He was blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So why do we need to practice the scramble drill and make sure that we right. have the back end covered for right. a play like fourth and three when Jalen Hurts rolls to his left, breaks contain, and yeah. finds the guy on the sidelines? Never Beautiful mind. That he didn't, never mind that he Beautiful didn't throw. make that catch. Yeah, that is thoroughly predictable. Because oh, it happens all the time to the Niners. That's what happens to the Niners because they don't respect that. So Trey Lance probably would have done good things this year, allowed to run the 49ers offense. Yeah, let me tell you something. I'm I'm cool with running Trey Lance sometimes, but the way they did it was so aggressive. First of all, he's not. He was averaging four yards a carry. The Niners have won, won an NFC Championship game just handing off. He was drawing so much attention. They could have just won games handing off. But they pressed the issue of running him. And it almost seemed like Kyle, I'm not going to, I don't know why. But it almost seemed like Kyle Shanahan was like, I don't even know what it was. But it's like, what do you think's going to happen? You're running him that much. He's not giving you five yards of carry. I mean, Justin Fields gives you seven yards of carry. I get it. Lance giving you four. Let him hand he off. Didn't, he didn't want it. He didn't, Let him be a want decoy. he didn't want to do it. When it came right down to it, even though he made the choice to do it and he set everything up to do it. And he said, let's develop Lance right. And then mm-hmm. let's give him a year and let's not pay it a, uh-huh. a bunch of money in free agency. Yeah. Because let's develop him right. Yeah. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do all the right things. And uh-huh. they did all the right things. And then they got to, to go time and they shit the bed. That, that's what they did. They got to well, go. They don't time. understand it. But by, by doing it the way they did, sitting him and saying we're going to develop him the right way, you created the, the expectation that he's going to be Patrick Mahomes when he's on the field. He's going to be freaking Aaron Rodgers when he gets out there. That was never going to happen. But, this guy also, still hasn't played. The, the, proof that, the proof that they did it, that they didn't want to run him like that is that Lance wasn't prepared to run like that. He wasn't good at it. It's not. They told, That's what they really messed up with Lance. He is not the athlete they thought he was. Justin Fields 
is the athlete they thought Trey Lance was. Lance but, is supposed to be someone you're developing as a quarterback, not a not an even, athlete, not a dual threat. But, but even so, even with him not being as fast as they thought he was, and this and that, if they were going to run him like that, if the plan was really to run him like that, he'd have been making the right read. He would have at right. least been handing off or or keeping the ball when he was supposed to. He made the he wrong. Couldn't even do that. The, the times that he did it, he was making the wrong reads. He wasn't handing off to the he right guy. He didn't do guy. it in college. He didn't do he didn't it in college. Do, that's not the no. offense. He ran in college. They didn't even prep him to run Let me just that say offense. something real quick, Josh. Let me say something real quick. I, I like Trey Lance, and I'm not writing him off, and I hope he works out. But in the future, teams drafting quarterbacks, I feel like you can avoid 98% of the busts if you just don't draft a guy who's had fewer than 900 throws in college. Mm. Now, you're going to miss... You're going to miss on some. You'll miss on Justin Fields, Kyler Murray, Cam Newton. The only exception is if you feel this guy with fewer than 900 throws is the best athlete in the league. If you yeah. think if you think his rushing uh, production alone can justify yeah. the pick, because sometimes you take because, a running back in round one, fine. Other than I that, would still draft, I would still draft Lamar Jackson even if he had no, you know, even if he had fair. 100 Yeah, throws fair. And- if you feel like this dude is a legit athlete and I, I can use it, I mean, he's going to be my leading rusher and he'll figure it out, fine. But that's not true. Trey's not the best athlete in the league. He's a four you know six guy. He's a four six guy, and he's not going to get to the like Justin end, Fields is I... the best athlete in the league. So, yeah. so, so here's the thing: is now we have to think about what can we do to move forward because we blew our window. So, so we absolutely blew our window. We've got these big cap hits hitting us, and we have no way to pay for them, right? So, I mean, we could extend guys or kick you can keep restructuring and standing. You keep doing that. You could do yeah, that. Yeah, you're going to turn it into New Orleans. You can't yes. turn it into New Orleans. So what you have to do if you're the 49ers is identify the things that you do well, the places that you develop well, right? Like yeah. linebacker, defensive line, right? Yeah. Running back. Running back. Right? And you've got to reinvest in developing those positions. Offensive line. And give Chris Forster on. something to work with. Look what he did with Aaron Banks. Give him give him some better players. Chris Forster's a good coach. And you have to move off of the expensive older guys that you have at those positions. Yep. So what Armstead. really sucks is Armstead. You know what you have to do? You gotta trade Bosa. You gotta do it. You gotta do it because you develop the defensive line too well. It's too expensive, and you can get too much capital back that you can redevelop those positions with. Do you want to have the best pass rush or the best pass rusher? Yes. Do you want to have the best offensive line or the best offensive lineman? The Niners have the best offensive lineman in the league, the best pass rusher in the league, but their trenches are mediocre. Mm -hmm. And And that's only going to happen. That's only going to be that. It's only going to get exacerbated as Nick gets more money. Yeah, but it's your own damn fault because you blew your window. You, you don't have it anymore. You don't have the money to add. You don't have the picks to add. So what you got to do is you got to identify what you develop well and then put the resources into the things that you don't. So when you make those trades, you've got to get rid of either Greenlaw or Al Shire because those two players are premium players that will bring you a return and you can't pay for them anyway. Right? You you've got to bring in you've got to bring in a quality corner, right? You can't have two decent quarters. You've got to have four quality corners and yep. one outstanding corner in this league. And the 49ers have never had that, right? 
It's going to be real. What people, what people don't understand is it's going to be really hard for the Niners to have a dominant offensive line or defensive line when they're paying their left tackle $30 million and their uh, DN $35 million a year. It's going to be really hard to, to screw, round screw out an that. entire unit. Screw that. It's going to be really hard for any quarterback to succeed and push the ball downfield when you've got $40 million invested in gadget players. That's what when the Niners got, have. Yeah. They have a bunch of gadget so, players. So yeah. if – so, so if you're going to have $40 million in, invested in Debo Sam, Samuel and McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Right. If, if that's what you're going to do, then you need a quarterback like Brock Purdy who's making $300,000 a year. And, and that's that's what they're to committed guys. to. They're going to do that. for Yeah. And, you know, but, we'll see how that, far they go. And, that, and that's fine, but we've already, we've already shown that that formula is really dicey. But to, me like, shown- it, it, to me, like quarterback – drafted in round seven is cheap a quarterback drafted in round two is cheap you could get a guy who's much more gifted than mm-hmm. purdy in round two and still have a cheap like 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 jalen hurts for example right. yeah, he's cheap but he's also also I mean, if you, physically if gifted you like a get, first round pick if you can get and, and and i'm just i'm just spitballing here but if you can get a second and a third for trey lance at this point and add a quarterback in the draft that's more towards what you want to do because you're already tied into what you want to do. You might have to bite the bullet and do it because oh, man. Trey Lance, Trey Lance oh, requires. Man. The, Trey All Lance I'm saying the, is, if I were if yeah. I were Shane Steichen over in Indianapolis, I would make that trade. Oh, I would say, give me, oh, give me, give me Trey. I would give, do that absolutely because they two second and third. They can do the development yeah. cycle on Trey Lance that that will actually make him succeed. Right, but you know Trey Lance for three third for three first isn't great, but Trey Lance for a second and third is great. Josh, wrap it up. Yeah. I got to take another call. The fact is, is we blew it. We absolutely blew the window that they prepared for us for this season in order to be relevant, and it's the York's fault, and it's 49ers fans' fault for putting up with it. We needed to be on the window of Trey Lance and behind Trey Lance from the moment that they drafted him, and we weren't because we don't have the patience for that. You know and what the window what was. You know what the window was in retrospect? It was the Bosa rookie contract. Ever since they got Bosa, Bosa was, is one of the best players in the league. And he's on a rookie deal. So he's one of the best bargains in the league. Every single year they had him and he was healthy, they should have won the Super Bowl. But now he went from making $8 million a year, $10 million a year. It's going to be 17 next year. And then it's going to be 35 pretty soon. And then it's not the same. Now but you're I'm actually paying you, for that. I'm going to leave you with one piece of hope. And that's what Kyle Shanahan does well. He signed, they brought in Wilkes to be the defensive coordinator. That was a brilliant move. You know what Shanahan does? He talks football at the highest level. So when he yes. talks to other coaches around the league, they when he talks him. to other coordinators on the yeah. league, no, they respect him, but he identifies immediately who speaks on his level. You talk football at a high level, right? You're, you, you know immediately when you have somebody on your show who you have to talk down to or who can play at your level. He identifies the people that play at the highest level in the coaching staff, and he can always bring in new guys to train and bring up the next echelon of players. So if they can identify what they're good at and keep bringing in good young players and don't fall in love with the Kittles and the Bosa's of the world, but instead reallocate their resources to the things that are important, they could eventually figure this thing out, but it's going to be ugly for the next couple of years. Thanks, Josh. All right, have a good one. Man, it's been like hell long, dog. What's up? I thought yeah, you didn't like me anymore. 
No, 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 Grant, you're cool, man. You've always been a guy, man. I had to, you know. That's a B minus. Yeah, you're all right. All right. Let's it's 11. Well, the plan that I thought the Nefuerans would have made to win the Super Bowl the last two years, you started to disagree with. I do want to talk re- about Let's that. revisit it. Let's revisit it. Well, okay. This is not going to be popular. No one's going to agree with it, but I just want to know what you think of it. I'm going to say it. I think if they would have drafted Kyle Pitts, number three overall in 2021, yeah. that they would have won the last two Super Bowls. And I say that not just hindsight being 2020. Okay. I Super like Bowl Pitts, but it was probably Chase. Probably Chase was the guy there. Chase is so damn good. But I don't know why see this. that. But this, though, because of this, yeah. in 2020, uh, 2021's NFC Championship game, yeah. fourth quarter, Kyle Shanahan stops him to get the ball to Debo. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all complained, what's George Kittle doing? Why are we paying George Kittle? He's sitting there blocking. We don't have anyone else to run 22 personnel in these high leverage situations where our best blocker in that game was the blocker and we couldn't get the ball to anyone else. Kyle messed it up. But it's interesting that George Kittle, the best blocker, had to be the blocker. In 2020's two NFC Championship game, we have the best blocking tight end in the league and he's out being a receiver. Once again, our 22 personnel falls apart. That specific formation kind of cost us in two different NFC Championship games. Now, not they haven't right. had a good number two tight end ever on this team. Right. I like Ross Willie, but he's a he's you know they don't use personnel him. matters. Personnel matters, yeah. especially if it's a formation that Kyle. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Look, I I like Kyle Pitts, and I, I'm in favor of them getting another number two tight end. Jimmy still would get hurt. And maybe it's not even Jimmy's fault. Let's take the, the blame out of it for Jimmy. Kyle Shanahan keep keep a quarterback healthy for a full season, and the season's getting longer. So I it, I understand why he got it. Well, he wanted to get another quarterback, and I think he felt like Jimmy. I think he was upset with Jimmy after that 2020 season. Jimmy missed 10 games with an ankle sprain. I mean, Mahomes is missing zero. So maybe Kyle's like you know. And, and then you have this this recent thing where Jimmy may have kind of held made a business decision in the NFC Championship game. You know, I think that's probably why Kyle wanted a new quarterback. But at the same time, like, Kyle, look inward. Maybe maybe you get quarterbacks hurt. Maybe that's why you haven't won a Super Bowl. Look inward. I think it's, I think it's just like a funny thing when you think of, like, why they lost the last two NFC Championship games. And it's, like, somewhat around not being able to get guys the ball. And it was, like, almost ended in specific formations and personnel. And I prob- I don't, the thing is that George Kittle couldn't have blocked Hassan Reddick either. Dude, offensive tackles essentially can't block Hassan Reddick. Don't tell me any tight end. No tight end in the league can block that guy. That's silly. Silly. All right, silly. Fair. Like, silly. I got one other thing. All right. I, I, I want to know what Because you're a big hit in the chat right now. You're a big hit in the chat. Keep it going, baby. Yeah, they don't like me, but they're not going to like this either. I just want to know what you would think of this. Okay. All right. It's a way to get Caleb Williams in the 2024 NFL draft. And it would be it would be basically trading Trey Lance to the Texans who got the number two overall pick this year, and everyone says is guaranteed to draft a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's a guarantee. If we would be able to get Trey to Houston in exchange for their their first-round pick and a future pick, 2024, it lets them draft... The second the pick in the draft? No, 2024. Oh, okay. So not this year. It would let Houston basically draft the best defensive player, who I think is Will Anderson... I assume a quarterback's going to go number one this year, whether it's Chicago or someone trades up. Unless Chicago takes Will Anderson, which kind of messes up. But hypothetical, 
if we if would they be trade able- Trey Lance, they don't have they don't have they have zero quarterbacks healthy for the offseason. That's the funny thing. They kind of need bodies but here. Now, now that's, that's now. Situation. I mean, now. they couldn't even do OTAs or minicamp. <laughs> have that's no one free agency. at quarterback. There I mean, is still free agency, and there is still the draft. They can bring in Jacob Eason. You know what I'm saying? Josh Johnson. I think they should give him a chance. There's there's a Matt Ryan out there. There's well, I think that's probably too expensive. There's an Andy Dalton out there. There are guys there that can get you to the point of Brock being healthy. But this is about 2024 and identifying that the, the offense under Trey Lance is not something Kyle can coach. Just Kyle can't coach it. We know he can't coach it. And it's a way that basically saying that the Houston Texans are going to be bad anyway. Rookie head coach, they're going to be bad. They're going to be bad in 2020. Their 2024 draft pick is going to be a high pick. We're going to have our first round pick back in 2024 by then. It would be a way to get the best quarterback possible and one possibly for Kyle because we don't think that the pairing of Trey and Kyle is good. What do we do? So who do you want to get? Who do you want to get? It would, that would be a way to get Caleb Williams in 2024. Caleb Williams? Get their first round pick? Houston's first round pick, which might even be a top five pick that year. And our pick moving up to get to Caleb Williams. It's a gamble. It would just be a gamble, but I just want to know what you would think of forward well, thinking the position. Knowing well, there's no guarantee you get Caleb Williams. So you may throw away a season for a shot to get Caleb Williams. And if you don't get Caleb Williams, then what's well, your I don't point? know that – I guess it would depend on Brock Purdy because I don't think tanking – I don't think keeping Brock Purdy this year would be tanking. Well, the problem with the Brock Purdy thing is they, they still don't know what his timetable is going to be until they open up his elbow and take a look. They keep saying that. They keep trying to like – make pacify Niner fans, it's going to be okay, six months. But then they say, we don't really know, though, until we get in there. And the, the surgeon is reserving the right to call an audible and make it and do a hybrid surgery that could take nine months. So, I mean, we don't even know about Brock Purdy for another 10 days. We'll find out. So okay. I would say don't trade Trey Lance in the next 10 days. <laughs> right. There's, it's, can it's you like trade him now? How does it work? What do you trade? No, the new league year. It's when the new league year happens, right? You can agree yeah, to March. it, but you can't. Yeah, right. in March. Right. But it, that would be like a future forward-thinking thing, not knowing if either quarterback that we have on the roster right now is the guy, knowing that there is a guy out there. It would be looking forward and not tanking the season if we have Brock Purdy. That that would basically right. be the idea of it. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure they're not going to do it, but it's a very clever yeah. idea. Yeah. What are you I doing think again? it's clever, too. I think it would be a clever thing to just try to do something in the future, not know, not knowing what you have now. Do you have any other suggestions that will be wildly unpopular in the chat section? Because you're two for uh, two. Two for two. No, I can't think of one. Nah, I mean, two's good. They take time. They take time. Yeah, you're batting a thousand. Yeah. If you think about it. It's hard to be unpopular, man. It takes time <laughs> to be this unpopular. I'm with you on that. It's something to be proud of. Adam, good to see you. All right, thanks, Grant. All right, man. Have a good one. <laughs> All right, we got Bryant Culp, voice ad agency, and Professor Lawless. Stick with me, three, you three. I'm going to get all of you. What's up, Bryant? Oh, my goodness. Hey. What a hat. That's nice. That's nice. Well, I appreciate it. It uh, it definitely makes me feel good when, you know, we get to talk 49ers and get to put the quality control hat on. You know, it makes Hell you feel yeah. like you got to say, say a part of the team. Absolutely. We, we all do. This is, um, this is I mean, like the Niners are considering days. trading uh, Trey Lance to the Texans just because of the last caller. That's how influential this show is. So Shame consider your next words very carefully because John Lynch is just like. So I, I got to be very careful because I'm, I'm going to blast. I'm going to blast us fans here real quick. And then I'm going to ask you oh. a favor. 
Okay, sure. so shame on shame on us all 49er fans and 49er supporters. Right, because we there's a distinction happy. now. Yeah, yeah, because you know you can be a fan or a supporter. That gives you the right, you know, you sure. can talk about the team. And, and yeah. So so here we go. We weren't happy with Jimmy Garoppolo in the 10-minute drives, 14-minute drives, 10, 10 plays, 14 plays, and winning by 28 points or 24 points and just completely dominating the game. No, we, we needed a big power quarterback to come out and stretch the field and change the offense because we want to put up 38 points a game. We, we weren't happy just winning. Instead of just winning and, you know, maybe getting that offensive line better or maybe getting somebody else on the defensive line to help Bosa, we, we we just we we had to go all out for a quarterback because the quarterback we had just couldn't get it done, just couldn't get it done. So so shame on us because now we have that quarterback that got that big arm and we we got to get him hurt. We have to get him hurt because why? We have to rush him out there. We 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 have to see him because we hate that other guy. The other guy that wins, everybody hates him. Okay, so he's gonna be gone and everybody can still hate him wherever he goes and whatever happens happens because he won't be on the Niners anymore, right? But now Trey Lance and Brock Purdy are both hurt. And Trey Lance, you know, he, he's a working project. And we want to get rid of him. Why? Because Purdy won a couple games. But he's just like Jimmy Garoppolo. He's just like Jimmy Garoppolo. He's limited in his athleticism, his abilities. That's why we traded, like, everything up for Trey Lance. But mm-hmm. we don't like Trey Lance now. No, you don't just mm-hmm. let somebody come into the locker room and – just give them the job. They have to win the job. They have to win over the locker room. They, it doesn't matter what you pay for them. They still have to show that they can they can be that guy for the team. So that all that said and stuff, now I need your help. I need I need a favor. If there's anything, any control and pull you have, I am seriously uh, considering. I'm putting my application together, my resume. I'm emailing. I'm going to write a letter. I'm going to fax it to San Francisco, Santa Clara before. 49 organization. I want to be the bump box guy. I missed that. What'd I want to be the guy carrying the bump box out of the tunnel. I oh, okay. Boom box. box guy. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I didn't, I did um, not think I you were going huge, there. I, wow. Yeah. I mean, if That's they important. took him to Texas, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know people are like, we didn't win anything. We don't deserve to run out there, but it's not about what we think. It's about how the team feels. And if the team feels okay. pumped and amped and I can give them that passion coming out of the tunnel you know, carrying like that 80 pound boom box. Hey, you know, I'll work out my contract with them. They can pay my expenses. I'll fly with the team, you know, and I am a family man, you know, so it's going to dip into a little bit of my time, but I think I can bring that passion grant. So if there's any way you can help me, man, um, if the Niners need a bump box guy and, you know, us fans and supporters are still okay with that, I I think I can do it, man. Okay. I'll send this to the proper channels. Thank you very much, Brian. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Good day. See ya. All right. All right. Take care. Niners Faithful says six to nine months is okay with me and I want to see more Trey Lance. Hey, there you go. Dave Barclay says, Grant, keep doing what you do, brother. I appreciate you. And so do many others. Niners didn't make it. So I asked my girlfriend to marry me on Friday. Don't catch live often, but always watching. What'd she say? Did she say yes? I'm thinking she said yes. What'd you do? Did you pop the question at a restaurant? How? We want the story, Dave. Hold on. Oh, Dave. Trey needs a genuine shot on this team, please. And he's going to get one this year. I hope so. Voice ad agency and then Professor Lawless. Yo. What's going on, Grant? How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good. How about you? I'm holding I'm up. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. 
So, you know, I always make a, a good reason to figure out a thing to call you out about just to keep Please. you on your toes. I love it. I can't. Oh! <laughs> I can't. Vindicated. You know, everything you've been alluding about Kyle Shanahan and where we dismissed and just said, you're crazy, you're nuts, we're not going to lose Enjoy that. the win streak. Enjoy the win streak, buddy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wait till the end of the story. I don't, I don't, I don't know now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, so two things really, really bother me uh, mm-hmm. about this situation. So I know you do a lot of these con phones and everything. I don't know if you remember, but at the start of the season, there was this dude, if I'm missing his name, I apologize, but I believe it was Jeremy Price. Asked okay. you a question. If uh, the 49ers did not do well, who would be more culpable, Lynch or Shanahan? And I came on your show and said that it would be more Shanahan. Yeah. Because now he has everything that he had. He had Trey Lance. He had Jimmy Garoppolo. We didn't know what the hell we had in Brock Purdy at that time, but he even had him. And he's brought in all these other coaches. He had D'Amico. And I just said, at the time I said I wanted to see some diversity. And I saw in the chats, I, I think I misspoke in a way. When I was saying that I wanted to see diversity in his play calling, what I meant was that Bill Belichick, for instance, all right, when he had Brady, there would be times that he wouldn't throw 40 or 50 times a game. If the team could not stop the run, they were going to run more, and he would let the defense dictate what they were going to do. So I just felt with all these weapons that we had in the Niners, we didn't always have to come with a balanced attack. You know, if the team could not stop the pass, let whatever quarterback throw 40 or 50 times until they could stop that and then bring in the run. And you said this on many times as well, too, when Trey was there. There was times that Jeff Whistlin Jr. would just get the handoff and run for like damn near 14 or 15 yards. Yep. So I, I always just felt like why even force Trey to run where that to me would just more set up play actions, more play actions, you know, for Trey to take deeper throws. And I believe also, that when the- I watch the Eagles, it feels like the whole thing with running Jalen Hurts is it's not right away. You know, you make them. When's it going to happen? Man, your audio yeah. is messed up, dude. Super messed. I'll let you finish. Oh, my audio it's, is? Yeah, it's super messed up. I don't know why. Give me one second. Hold on. All right. What about this? Is this better? That's better, yeah. That's better. That's better. That's better. That's better. All right. That's yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, you know, just um, those same situations. And I just, I, I'm bringing it back, you know, uh, and shout out to you to doing this comp phone, even though it's not on a Saturday, on Super Bowl Sunday, just to give us Niners. Like, screw whoever's in the Super Bowl. I'm just going to let these Niner fans just talk Niners, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I go back to the start of the season, and I uh, I believe it's Josh Wyatt. He's definitely was or was definitely pro Jimmy Garoppolo. I was more pro Trey Lance. But the signing of both of them almost like appeased Niner fans. Right. You know, it was yeah. like, all okay. right. This faction is happy. This faction is happy. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like, okay, we, we can see what we have in Lance. And if he's not the guy, all right, we, we got Jimmy. But then Kyle just does Kyle, and he gets him hurt just running them a, 
like a fullback yeah. that quickly and, it, and it's out. Then Jimmy gets hurt. We see what we have in Brock Purdy. Now I think they're going to screw up this situation. So the, the one thing I want to get off my chest right now is what I feel is this is the perfect scenario almost that Cal is sitting in. Let Purdy get the Tommy John surgery. If that's going to be the best surgery for him, it's going to prove arm strength. It lets Lance get a whole season, and we see what we got. Don't run him like a fullback. Right. And, and by saying that, I'm scared because it's just almost like Kyle needs to double down on situations. Oh, you don't think he's a good running quarterback? Let me prove it to you. Yeah. You know, it almost feels like he would do that. But No, it's you like know, you, you thought I was using him incorrectly? Let me prove it. I'm going to keep using him this way. Yeah. Oh, you don't think I should block Hassan Reddick with a tight end? Let me do it on the next series. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he did do it with Josh Johnson and got him laid out. I mean, remember when, when Trey Lance got injured that game running between the tackles? He called that play for – he called a, a similar play for Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo. in the same game yeah. just to mm-hmm. double down. Oh, you thought it was a bad play? I did it for Jimmy. Dude, it's a, it's a great call. No, I'm never going to call it again, but in this game I'm going to double down. So anyway. I, I, I got to give you your flowers on this one. Thanks. I'm still not dare to <laughs> to fire Kyle because I guess we know what it's too place late. We're in. I would I trade him, but it's too late. It's too late. That's I, the thing. I know but the exactly thing is, what once you're he once say, he fails, that... once he fails at the end of the season, a lot of coaches have already gotten hired. You know, <laughs> I know. I'm just and, saying, and you're gonna call me out in the same way, saying that you're, I'm stuck in a place because we've been in such dark places and we're in no, better. That's all right. That's that, all right. That we're that we're just being uh, stagnant. There's no guarantee that Jed York could find a better coach. There is no guarantee that Jed York could find a better coach. I I am. He's not Jeffrey Lurie in Philly. He's not. Yeah, I I am seriously concerned that Kyle can't get out of his own way for us. I I seriously am concerned. He can't. Don't worry. There's nothing to be concerned about. He can't. Maybe next year. Well, well, I I just even you look at uh, just one last thing. I'll let you go and get other calls, but. You just look at where people um, in the chat are coming in saying, well, if we get this QB, if we get this QB, it don't matter what QB. We've done had like six damn QBs and they all keep get healthy. Injured. Keep one upright running, for, for, for or, a full season. Yeah, running Doing or whatever in the pocket, out of the pocket, behind the line of scrimmage, in front of the line, doesn't matter. Yeah. Eight you look games. at Harbaugh in his uh, tenor with us. Two QBs, one got hurt with a concussion. And Scrambling. only didn't come back because Kaepernick. You know why? That offensive line was hurt. the best offensive line in the league. Exactly. It was. It was. Exactly. But so uh, Kyle thinks he can scheme around that. Man, good call. See you, man. Later. When are the Niners going to get back to having a dominant offensive line? I feel like Kyle thinks that's overrated. It's not. Dave Barclay says, I had a banner made, correlated with the airport when she flew in, had a couple hundred dollars in flowers around me, and got down on knee when she walked in the main terminal. She said, of course I will. That's damn romantic. Well done. All right, Professor Lawless, last call of the day. What's up? What's going on, Grant? Grant, 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 Grant. I've been on like a media blackout since Fair. that unfortunate game we had. So I haven't Very paid anything. My apologies because I usually only get my information from you. You're like the <laughs> Niners Nostradamus because when I'm thinking I'm crazy, because I'm about to probably tick off a lot of fans, organization of it, but I don't really care. But go ahead. You have always told the truth. I'm even surprised how some of these people are coming on here. Like these things are surprised. You have literally been saying this since before the offseason about the offensive line. We knew McGlinchey wasn't getting it done, amongst others. The only person we on the line we can actually trust in for the most part was Trent Williams. That was it. Yeah, that's it. Back then, and then I keep hearing this. I heard 
the guy before the last guy talking about oh about the Jimmy all I do is like can we please just drop that please can we let the all Jimmy do his win thing go because if you watch football and as Grant has been saying over the last couple of seasons he's not that hot like it wasn't happening because of quarterback play and I always ask people give me at least I won't even ask for five give me three games that was one off for Jimmy's arm that were that important so really that long sorry in my venting phase you know go ahead yours yours yeah, the next thing is the whole Trey Lance thing. I don't know at what point, like, we all got, like, this, these eyes into the future to be able to predict guys who haven't played football recently. Like, we just know before they even start playing that they can't play. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, he played two games. Well, he did win one out of two. And I know we like to think that Jimmy took us to the playoffs, but without that Houston game that he won, we were also not going to the playoffs. So wouldn't right. the first one be the real reason that we went to the playoffs? Exactly. But I get it because even last year, there was no way Jimmy should have even been on the team. When you had that bet with your dad during the prior offseason and you were saying, oh, he's still going to be on the team. I knew he was still going to be team. Completely agree with you because you can listen to how Kyle Shanahan is talking. He, like, he tells you. He may not tell you directly, but mm-hmm. you can hear all of his tone that he was going to keep Jimmy that whole time. Now he's not. He made a pretty affirmative. Uh, confirmed. Now he's upset. Now he's upset with Jimmy. But the only reason that is is because also from something you said, I remember when they were doubting Purdy. They were like, oh, we have to keep Jimmy. What are you going to do? The fans were like, oh, what are you going to do? Bring Purdy in? Well, hey, guess what happened? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, in retrospect, in retrospect, if they had gone to Purdy week two, week three, they might have had a better record this year. They might have been the number one seed. You know what I'm saying? Here's the they better one. If they were the quarterback, they're supposed to. They'd have the money to also help yeah. beef up that line. They yeah. wouldn't have had Jimmy there. And like you said, it could have started right off from the beginning. Like you have to right. Go to if the they party. really knew what they had in Brock Purdy, they wouldn't have had to mess around with Jimmy and put that money in there. They could yeah. have had a better right tackle, center, all that. Yup. And then it kills me because all these Jimmy fans who were saying this, agreeing with Kyle Shanahan, are now like, oh, I mean, even the media, they're like. Oh, I mean, I love Jimmy, but, you know, this Brock Purdy is just a cut above. Well, you were just saying he was trash weeks ago. The only person who's actually been honest and, like, actually giving details is Grant. So I really don't listen to any of the rest of them. Thank you. Then you get into, okay, well, now, oh, if we get this player and we get, I don't care who we get. I don't care if it's for the offensive line. Yes, our offensive line needs to be taken care of. Our defense, for the most part, I think I won't get on them that bad. But them corners and backs... They could use another pass they rusher get, too. I, I but all of that. love them because of the pass of what we've had. Right, right, right. <laughs> but we can still do better. Like, there's nothing wrong with trying to grow and do better. That's why we were trying to keep it. Well, personally, me was trying to get rid of Jimmy Grapple, but no one else. The locker room, I don't know. I, I mean, it's just been so bad for this young man. I don't get where it comes from. Like, I get it, you guys like Jimmy, but we all know quarterbacks – come in and out this is like a thing and i'm sorry i refuse to believe that trey lance is just this trash because we gave so much i don't know if i say this on him but bootay for <laughs> trey lance there's no way that he can't throw a ball there was no way that he can't throw five to ten yards do exactly what jimmy did the problem is the play calling Mm-hmm. And every time I give it, I want to be mad and say something. You are always answering my question and saying what I want to say to other people so it loses its thing. But you're right. It's the play calling. How do you run your quarterback? 
six times. Like, I'm at the game. I'm looking like, okay, are you going to let him throw the ball? Are you going to let him throw the ball? Are you going to let him throw the ball? And then he gets hurt. Yeah. And then you're not even coming up with clever schemes. Like, no. you're literally just sitting there running him up the No middle. misdirection. Like, like, yeah. Like, ah, yeah. And I'm sitting yeah. there the whole time, like, sitting there amongst – I had the, the fans that were sitting in the section with me were just literally patting me on the back because I'm sitting there shaking my head and then, like, I don't get it. But then as soon as he brings Jimmy in the game, I was play action this. Quick sweat back. I'm I like, know, I know. Where did this playbook come also from? Also with Trey, like with Trey, everyone on the team when he's on the field is averaging five, six yards a carry. Wide receivers, running backs, everyone, except for him. Because defenses yeah. are freaked out about him running. So why are you running him? Let him and be the decoy that he is. What are you doing? Yeah, like, oh, like, uh, we, they he's like the team. sixth best option to run the ball on the team. Debo's a better option. Mitchell's a better right. option. And Wilson's like, a better said, option. Running him what? so consistently. Like, the point why? is to keep them guessing. Yes. Like, you can't keep them guessing. If you do it six times, like, oh, well, well, crap. We know what he's coming with next. Like, yeah. Bro, it's not hard for any defensive coordinator to stop that. So I don't, not. I'm not saying you were trying to get Trey Lance hurt, but you obviously wanted him to do bad to justify you. Jimmy Garoppolo, in my own personal opinion. Sorry. I can Henry see why Cole. you would feel that way. I have no idea the truth there, but it, it is strange. So, personally, you know, I mean, I get it. Now he's going to play by default. But this fan base, it doesn't respect that young man. The media doesn't respect. I would prefer he goes somewhere else where he can actually be expected to have an actual chance. Because, say, the season comes and it's, they say, oh, Brock Purdy can come back early. Oh, he's going to be healthy. This is going to mm. take care of. It's going to be a comp- quarterback competition. Is it really going to be a quarterback competition? I mean, we already heard. We already heard from Tra- George Kittle, right? We already heard from George Kittle. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's Brock's it's, job to lose. Along with his comments, like <laughs> I'm not going to touch that because that takes it outside of football. Even with some of the Trey Lance thing, I'm I'm not going right. to go there. I'm just going to go with the football facts. Sure. Kyle Shanahan is not offensive genius. When he was on his way to us, I had my doubts and was never I had a cousin may he rest in peace who's like oh yeah no Kyle Shanahan is a sense of genius and he's gonna do this I'm like well not that he's been the head coach but he didn't do this in Atlanta or any other job besides get people hurt but okay we'll see he's with us now mm-hmm. your record has as far as I'm concerned the results haven't been better than the previous guy or excuse me when we had uh, uh Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. he's Harbaugh 2.0 divided by two He's, I mean, he's 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 the second coming of Harbaugh, and uh, you know, well, eight years you know, ago, Harbaugh wasn't good enough for the 49ers. Yeah, depending on who you're asking, what you're doing, that's those are probably Jimmy fans. My yeah. only thing is the reason why we got rid of Harbaugh is because you're not getting the job done. The goal Can't was to get over the hump. win Super Bowls. I, I thought Can't that was New York tell us. It was to right. win Super Bowls, and by right. this time, at that same point, it was time for Harbaugh to go. They let him go. Yeah. So Four why years. are we not having this discussion yeah. about oh, when Kyle's going to do something? Yeah, like Harbaugh, they were they were like, he's never going to get over the hump. We have to move on. With, with, with Kyle, they're like, no, he'll get over the hump. Where? Oh, okay. Yeah. When? John Lynch, I'm going to need you to go. How good here. does his team have to freaking be, man? Like, he's had the team the last few years. It's got to yeah, be better. It, just, it, it, it okay. makes no sense. We all know the points. We all know what, what in the defense needs to be done. We all know what in the offense needs to be taken care of. But it's not going to matter if you don't got anybody who can coordinate it and make it happen the right way. And keep a quarterback healthy. Hey. Yeah, maybe that, maybe I've never seen him do that. Have you seen him do that before? It's I've not something that he seems to – it doesn't seem like he thinks it's his job. I think he thinks it's the quarterback's job. Well, he thinks a lot of the quarterback's job, especially when it comes to blame. Uh, yeah. But, you know, when they do great, oh, it's all him. It's so, all him. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, but oh, yeah. then, you got to love a coach say, like that, right? He did say one time – I forgot. Uh, I think you did a segment on it when he said, oh, 
he told the reporter you should probably go learn football or something like that. Or yeah, something like that. No, yeah. So yeah, you know, maybe we're just the dumb ones. But keep doing what you're doing, Grant. I'll be back watching again now. I've gotten over the depression. But yeah, sorry <laughs> Good call, about man. I know how y'all feel about Jimmy. Sorry. He sucks. Kyle needs to be placed. Possibly John Lynch's quiet stuff to grow a pair and then start speaking up and do your freaking job. Yeah, someone someone get this team over the hump, please. You're so close. So close. Yeah, you know, I'm a so older close. guy. I'm going to say my, my birthday's in three days. I'll be 41. I've watched Ugh. this crash happen enough. Well, in the York years. I've watched this crash happen enough. It's like, enough is enough. Dude, dude, six like, NFC championship appearances and no Super Bowls like, in 10 years? Other teams. Like, there's, we're all, like you said, I think you made that comment too. We're always talked about. Yeah. But like, let's not be good being get to the playoffs to just be talked about. Can we actually get over that hump? I'm tired of five rings. That story's not going to hold me up against certain other fans any longer. Can we yeah. go get the six? And rings? like George Kittle, if you want to be held in the same regard the rest of your life as, you know, Brent Jones and Dwight Clark and Jerry Rice, got to win the Super Bowl, man. Otherwise, you're just going to well, be. I mean, his is just to protect himself. He wanted Jimmy so bad. He invested a, a, his whole heart into saying that Jimmy was the one. And so they start actually using him as a tight end when they think they actually had a quarterback who can throw the ball in Brock Purdy. Then all of a sudden, uh, you think George can fly all over the place. He's not blocking anybody. <laughs> you know, but so guess funny. what? That's a sign, Jimmy fans, that Kyle was in agreement with us. Jimmy yeah, couldn't get him the ball. So he had a quarterback that could. But, you know, George is going to fly with whatever, you know, like, you have, I, I love all the 49er players. Personalities and individual thoughts outside of that, you know, like, that's their business. I'm not really worried about what George Kittle has to say. He's there for publicity anyway. That's why he's the face. That's why they throw him out there. He's like, yeah, guys, let's go. So, yeah, you keep up with that. And just catch the ball when Brock Purdy comes back. Okay? All right, Professor Lawless. Great call. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Have a good one, man. Niners Faithful says, Grant, when are you? Uh, when would you update your mic and camera? The today, the I'm, I have the camera. I have. I'm just waiting for some um, cords to come, but I'm going to do that today. Dave Barclay says, still wish we'd get rid of Kyle. No remorse. Yeah, that is kind of what I would. He would no remorse. Sorry that Josh uh, Johnson bounced his head off the grass. I'm sorry that. Yeah, you're sorry. Um, well, he gets another year. It's Shane Steichen. With Indy, Kyle Shanahan gets to run it back, and he gets to draft another quarterback, and maybe, miss maybe, he'll keep a quarterback healthy this season. Stay tuned. You're going to watch this game tonight? I'm going to watch it. Show's over. It's going to break our soul if the Eagles get smoked today. Great show, G-Dog. What? But the, the, the Chiefs beat the Niners, too. Why, do the, why are Niners fans rooting so hard for the Chiefs? It's, like, it's not like if the Chiefs win, Niners fans can be like, oh, we would have won the Super Bowl. I don't get it. You should hate both teams. Thanks for watching, everyone. Take care.